Well, hello there. I was about to say good morning and then realised it's one in the afternoon, so um, <laughs> good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it would work, I guess, if people would listen to it in the morning, then it doesn't matter. I, I mean, yes, but we, we released the episodes at 12, so it's still the afternoon. <laughs> Fine. Fair enough. Uh, um, how how are you, Katie, by the way? Oh, I'm all right. I'm just a bit sleepy today. Uh-uh. I can hear. Which, yeah, just just a little bit. I woke up maybe an hour ago. <laughs> sleepy head, sleepy head. It's, you know, it happens. Um, yeah, how are you doing, my love? Yeah, you know. It's going. <laughs> it's just going to be my answer from now Hopefully. <laughs> um, I, I, um, what did I do? I uh, watched it chapter two, and then oh, yes. I, I don't know what happened with HBO Go. It just stopped. No, no. so handy. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, so I had to finish it in the morning, and uh, obviously, what left for the morning uh, was uh, the death of Eddie. Uh, so I spent my morning crying, which was fun. Mood. <laughs> it, it, it was mood, and uh, yeah. Fun days. Um, what have you been up to, Katie? Today, in order to stop myself from doom scrolling, I was like, I will start watching The Queen's Gambit. And then I finished watching The Queen's Gambit at about three in the morning. Oh, nice. <laughs> Maybe that's why <laughs> you are sleepy. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm sleepy. I don't, I, it, there's no mystery here. That's why. <laughs> Fair deal. Fair enough. Um, all right, then. Do, do you want to introduce our podcast? Oh, yes. You have to do that every time because I'm always like, what's that? <laughs> I'm right, the introduction. Anyway, hi everyone. Welcome to Katie and Lily Kay do a film podcast. I am Katie. That is Lily Kay. Not Troy Baker. There it is. <laughs> One there <day>. it is. <laughs> uh, and, um, and we have a guest today. Well, today we have a very good friend of mine joining us. He's, uh, he's an excellent singer. And a really lovely human being and knows a lot about our topic today. So I would like to introduce my friend, John. Woo-hoo! Woo! Hi everyone. There he is. Hello. And I'm I'm not Troy Baker either, unfortunately, but you know, you'll make do. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Indeed. And I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> as an uh, avid listener as well. So oh, first time caller. <laughs> Long time listener. <laughs> it it always warms uh, our hearts uh to to meet our listeners like you know as <laughs> me yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm overwhelmed this is like a real a real-time casting of the podcast indeed <laughs> you, you yeah. are in it uh for Ooh. real um amazing and... goosebumps Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like um when you watch a musical Exactly. Oh, oh what a segue! <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> I have uh, things like this in my pocket, so just be prepared. Haha, <laughs> 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 segue. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, uh, before we go into anything further, uh, yep. uh, I, I, I just want to say one thing. Yes, dear. Um, mm-hmm. I just realized uh, that Supernatural is ending uh, on the nineteenth of November. And this yeah. is this is a it's an interesting thing to wake up to basically because as Katie knows and as the listeners know, I mm. haven't watched Supernatural since season five. Mm. And when I saw this news, 
I suddenly felt really fucking sad. <laughs> and I haven't even watched the show for a while now. And I'm like, I'm just sitting here, like, just thinking about it. And I actually, what I did this morning, uh, instead of drawing, which would have been my my main thing to do, but uh, of course I didn't do that. Uh, I, I went back. And I realized that the amount of fan fictions that I wrote about Supernatural is disturbing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> oh man, you love to see it. <laughs> oh I oh my god. I have um I'm not I'm not joking, okay? I have fifteen novels about supernatural <sighs> fan fiction. Fifteen. You know- that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, but isn't that just a natural progression of a supernatural fan? You like start as a, start out as a casual fan, and then like, yeah, this show is good, and then comes the fan fiction. I never did supernatural fan fiction. I did fan fiction yeah. for other things. Most and you never did hour. supernatural, really? No, I didn't. Do, I wasn't. I, don't know, I, I never wanted to write about supernatural. I liked, there was so much of it to watch. I felt like I didn't yeah. really have anything new to add to it. No, I, I, I did. I wrote stuff for the hour because the hour ended in such a cliffhanger. I had to write my own ending. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair enough. I, I think I, well, I, I read through some of them, not all of them, obviously, and um, it was basically uh, just my love letter for for Jensen and and Demi Chester because I had a huge crush on him, and uh, I mean, you know. I, I always ended up with him. I, of course, I wrote myself into them because. Oh wow! Those are like. <laughs> Self-inserts as well. Self-inserts. Oh, oh, duh. <laughs> I, I always had a dream that one day, like, my friend didn't believe me uh, during high school that this show would, would live through our, you know, university years and then beyond that as well. She was like, ah, nah, trust me, it's, it's going to end uh, by the time we end university. And then, you know, it obviously didn't end. And Did and not. it's still it's still going. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. This is now the the last season, but it was always a dream of mine that that at least uh, I I will work on in 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 one of the episodes, which never happened. Uh, but I think that's why I wrote the fan fictions at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I had this whole uh, master plan how I will kidnap Jensen and run <laughs> away you with your cruel masterminding again. <laughs> Look, I have to find myself a guy, and he seemed like he would be fine. I mean, you could do worse. You could do worse. Could I? Then Jens- <laughs> I mean, then Jensen Ackles, he's... I mean, look at the guy. Like, come on. <laughs> I remember watching Supernatural really early on, like going back through the early episodes, and um, first time watching it being like, I can't believe all of the, the, the you know, because they often are saving young women and yes. then they'd all kiss like jensen on the cheek or the kiss dean and i'd be like is that like or was it the other way around i can't remember one of them always got more attention like they it, like they got more like uh affection and i was like what, what about the other one <laughs> <laughs> nice too. i mean i i do remember that uh um, you know obviously i i have a picture to prove it as well that uh, I have a, a big wall that is basically, uh, that, you know, was an empty wall and it was full of supernatural posters because why not? I, I live why the supernatural not? life for so long. <laughs> and, I a... and I even read an article that, you know, Jensen is like his character in, in, in the TV show and, and you know, he's going to be single for so long. And I remember that building all my hopes up to that, that I, you know, I'm, I'm coming, Jensen, just hold up. <laughs> just, just take care, you know, it's, it's just stay single until I come. <laughs> Alas, he's got a very lovely wife. Yeah. Now. Oh, God. She's wonderful. I actually absolutely adore her. She's great. She's great. great. 
I, I will still kidnap him, but she's great. <laughs> Good lord, Billy. Good lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's not coming into the boys, and I'm like, I might have a crush on him again. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Funny that you mentioned the boys because I started listening to your episode on it, yeah. and then I realized, oh man, I never finished the show. I just read the <gasps> comics instead, right? Um, and then I've been keeping up to date and just seeing. All right, they've changed a lot from the mm. comics, yes. a lot, uh, a lot of it for the better, I think, because oh, the comic is at times unnecessarily cruel. Right. It yeah. <laughs> but as many early two thousand comic books were, I feel. At oh, least yeah. independent comics. But anyway, you mentioned that you both stopped at episode three at some point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was at work, there was nothing to do. I was like, man, I I'm gonna watch the boys. It's been it's been too long. And I think I, I was thinking like, yeah, I'm I'm at like what, episode five, episode six or something like that? Season one? Guess which episode I had stopped on. <laughs> I swear to God, it's those three episodes. You kind of have to episode get through three. them, and then suddenly episode four comes along. And you're like, and I started you know episode what? four. It's like this is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> Why did I ever stop? That's that's where the magic hits. So yeah, I'm on season two now. That's I think great. it there says something about the fact that Kimiko comes in in episode four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, <laughs> Kimiko is just fucking awesome. <laughs> she is. Wait, whereabouts are you now, John? Uh, I think I'm on episode. Two or three of season two. Oh, have they have they been on the boat yet? Mm, no. Okay. Oh, no. That that's that's episode three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Both. <laughs> I can't wait. Lee and I remember what happens. <laughs> uh, uh, you're gonna enjoy it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. No, I, you will. I, I can guarantee it. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> Okay, now I gave out all my, you know, supernatural uh, fangirl secrets, so now you all know. <laughs> Wait, I just have one more bit, because I, I was thinking about the fact that I got into Supernatural around the time I was doing my GCSEs. Okay. And I still have all of my stuff from when I was doing my GCSEs, because mm. uh, I like keeping all my old school stuff for nostalgia sake, I guess. Mm. Um, but you, I can go through all of my notes from my folders and stuff, and just see that I've drawn devil's traps. On my <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it was important. Come on, <laughs> it was just like it was just because I would be in like music or something, and I needed to like doodle something, and so I just do little pentagrams and, and like devil traps and whatnot, and try to do little uh, doodles yeah. of Sam and Dean and whatnot. Oh, yep, always yeah. Sorry, yeah, doing quotes and stuff because I used to always draw write quotes on all of my books and, and work pieces you can always you can mark what i was into at the time just looking at all of my old work because oh, yeah. you'll see the doodle, yep. doodles and like and what i was like doodling at the time yeah it's great i yeah. love doing that I'm, i mean come on uh it's it's i i i okay so you you're gonna hear um an episode uh later on uh with my friend rick Worthy, who played the alpha vampire in supernatural and oh. um and uh <laughs> I think that's that's where uh, he revealed that he he gave my drawing, not uh, you know personally to Jensen and Jared, but uh, he he did make sure that it got to them. Like I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> ever cool. since he told me that, I can't stop thinking about it. Like 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they they've actually seen it. I'm like I'm I'm over the mood, but uh, you know, that's that's all I will give away from that episode and we can promise that it, yeah. it will arrive soon. It'll come out. Um it will uh, come out. It it will it will definitely come out. It was a really fun talk. It was a really long one, but uh, it is a long one. You're gonna love it, guys, because we loved it it as well. Uh, And Rick is just awesome. So Rick, once again, we love you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, you know, I I I, look. I have a I have a really good way uh, to take this conversation to where we are. uh, What we are going to talk about today? Um, Supernatural had really good music choice. Yes, it did. And they had a musical episode. They did. They did that too. <laughs> and today we are talking about musicals. Yeah. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so I'm going to uh, bring John into this and say, John, tell the listeners yeah. how you are, why, why we asked you to come do this specifically. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I work in musical theatre in Sweden and I've been in musical theatre for what is it, 11 years now, about? Uh, So it's as much of my work as just, you know, an absolute uh, obsession of mine. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, um, I'm very happy that you decided (laughs) to have me on because you might regret it. After, uh, <laughs> after we, we, would, we, we would never do that. Who can talk <laughs> yeah, at length yeah. about stuff. John and I kind of bonded over talking about musicals uh, on on Twitter, as well as yeah. him listening to my my <laughs> hyperfixation over Brian David Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> There's always something to connect it's, people, uh, but it's a good thing to be hyperfixated about. Yeah, he's great. True, true. Hi, Brian. I love yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick message. <laughs> Um, he will never hear this. <laughs> you never know, Katie. Please be positive. <laughs> um, um, I lost you for a second there. Um, I'm back. There you go. And, and uh, that's funny. Uh, you, you, you said uh, that you worked in musical theater for 11 years. John? Yes. I lost you for a second there. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, I worked the same amount of years on musical theater as well. Oh. Which is funny. <laughs> yeah. So when uh, when did you start, or how did you start? Uh, uh, oof, it's it's a long story short. We had a really yeah. good teacher, uh, uh, and we did a few um, plays with him. Uh, yeah. But then he had to leave because uh, you know he, he retired and all that stuff. And uh, yeah. I was eighteen at that time, and I just took it over. And uh, since I always had a love for musicals. I just decided that we're going to do musicals from then on. And uh, oh. we, we did uh, do musicals in the traditional way, like, you know, performing uh, musicals that are well known. Uh, but yeah. I also wrote plays that were musicals. So that's, that's, that's how really we cool. rolled. <laughs> that's really cool. How about you? Well, I'm uh, here just like, I really like musicals. So I mean, that's, that's a solid, <laughs> solid thing yeah. as well. Yeah, me and also starting in school. I since I don't know what would you call after like primary school, I guess after like cause in Sweden we do nine years of you know primary or whatever mm. you call it high school okay. as well, and then you go up for three years uh, studying something more you know focus. You choose what you want to study, kind of like okay. college, I guess. But you know, um, but anyway, it was right about that time where. 
uh, try to make a long story short, we have uh, something in my hometown uh, where they put up a musical every year, and mm. the kids or people in school around you know seventeen, eighteen uh, in college, let's call it that, uh, can apply, and uh, then you get to work with the director from uh, West End called Johnny Worthy. Nice. He comes to Sweden, and he directs, and yeah, that's where I first found out about hey musicals is a thing this is kind of fun hmm. and uh, yeah so i did several shows and got really close to with johnny and the producer and i worked with them for several years after that oh that's so and yeah and then i just you know decided to this is what i want to focus on so i did some higher education three years in gothenburg in sweden and here i am now i've done some professional shows as well but yeah man wow. you're really cool yeah <laughs> i've told you that before but every time you tell me all about the stuff that you've done i'm like man this is cool you're really cool <laughs> it is cool. i'm just here like i like watching musicals <laughs> i mean that's a valid um, point come on yeah that is a valid point i mean I, that's how we all start out i think oh yeah, yeah i um i don't know I don't, I don't even remember like getting into musicals i think i've just always liked them I guess, yeah. like, you can count, like, the Disney sort of musical oh, yeah. things from when you were a yes. kid. Because I was a big into Beauty and the Beast as a very young person. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, I, have a, I have distinct memories of being very obsessed with um, the Donny Osmond version of to- Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, the, like, filmed yep. sort of yep. movie version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very obsessed with that, I think, because <laughs> we did uh, it as a play, or, or, or like, end-of-year summer musical uh, in yep. primary school. Uh, and I just really, I was really obsessed with that for a while. Um, and I've just always, I've just always liked the music, you know? Mm. I, I don't understand when people are just like, I hate musicals. I don't understand why they're singing. It's like, yeah, but the music's good. And it's good storytelling. Yep. It is. <laughs> what could be worse? You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, but do you guys remember what was the first, like your first introduction, either to like movie musicals or just musicals in general? Oh ah yeah, for me it was hair. Hair, wow. hair was everything. <laughs> and uh, still to this day, I I do consider hair being one of the best musicals. Um, and uh, you know, let the sunshine in is is still a forever gem of mine. I I love every single uh, song in there. Uh, basically, like uh, it's very rare for me. Like I I yeah. usually find a song in every musical that I don't really like. And uh, hair is, is one of the exceptions, uh, with, along with oh, yeah. a few others. Uh, I mean, come on, all, all the music in there, all, all the performances uh, from the actors. And uh, it's, it's such a classic. Uh, and yeah. it, it, it just stuck with me. Like, you know, I, I remember that we did uh, perform hair from hair, <laughs> which is fun because uh, I had short hair at that time. Uh, so I had to put on a wig. And uh, as we were doing the, the the big movements and everything, it of course it fell off because it was too big. Of course, and, but um, it was uh, it was a fun thing uh, for the audience. Not for not so fun <laughs> for us because it fell off my head, and then the other performer stepped on it, and then he fell as well, and then the whole thing just collided. <laughs> <laughs> so we never actually <laughs> performed it properly, but um, it's it's still a good memory, a funny one at but least. That's, 
that's theater isn't it it is <laughs> that thing. is theater <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, as we were down on the floor we, we just kept singing and that's how we finished it off it because why not <laughs> i uh i don't i haven't seen hair it's one of the ones i haven't seen um how can you not <laughs> how can you it's, not it's one of those ones that i, I i've never gotten around to I've, <gasps> um i've only in recent years started going trying to go back to the theater and watch musicals properly yeah because uh, i went to see wicked when i was 13 that was oh my, my 13th God. birthday present from my parents it was great had a really good time doing that but then i i hadn't gone back to the theater in many years after that first time i went back was i got tickets to see book of mormon for my 19th birthday nice, i think nice. it was or my 20th it might be my 20th yeah. i think it was my 20th um uh and then every year since then i've been trying yeah I've, I've tried to go to the the theater and, and see something so 21st i went to see i saw hamilton i bought those tickets a year and a half in advance uh yeah. worth it <laughs> and then a year after that uh i went and saw waitress which i really loved as well it's yeah. great i mean though sorry if yeah, <laughs> if you we're gonna see anything, the, the once you mentioned that's that's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good selection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my introduction before I even like because it's weird because when I think back on it, like I must have known musicals as a concept, but it never like you know never thought about it in that way. I was yeah. like music, but. Mm. But I remember watching like at a movie night at a friend's like uh, someone's oh we're gonna watch this movie and it was Sweeney Todd oh uh, nice the uh, Johnny Depp one the Inverse one nice uh, and I remember like why this is strange they're they're singing instead of talking <laughs> why and uh, but I just remember like that really stuck with me uh, and then. We might go into it later, I suppose. But you can say whatever you like about the performances in that movie. Uh, I think, I mean, I think they're good. I don't have any particular problems with them. Just, you know. But I think that would, that's really where I got my, I'm like, all right, this is a thing that exists. This is where I say I also haven't seen Sweeney Todd. Oh my God. (laughs) How? I really want to. I really want to, honestly, because um, I mean it's Sondheim, and I really love Sondheim. I mean, come on, it's <laughs> it's really it's uh, it's Johnny, it's Helena Bonham Carter. Come on, singing as well, and it's uh, <laughs> Alan Rickman. Yeah. Come on, Katie. Yeah. Is that I didn't actually I don't think I knew that Alan Rickman was in that movie. Of course yeah, he was. Uh, yep. Uh, I was gonna say also watch the uh, filmed stage uh, version. Okay. Since uh, Angela Lansbury is in it, indeed, indeed, marvelous. Yeah, come on, he's absolutely amazing in that role. Oh yeah. Uh, also, here's here's a, here's a question for you, John, because I'm I'm surprised that you said Sweeney Todd, uh, because that movie is it's not that old. How old are you, John? Yeah, John. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I I keep cutting out randomly. I don't know why. It's it's the internet probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Uh, so you 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 said Sweeney Todd, and I am yeah. a bit surprised by that because it's it's not an old movie. Uh, it's not. Uh, how old are you? I'm twenty seven. I almost had to oh. think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were younger. But... I was like Sweeney Todd as 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 a first for musical. That's yeah, because 
I think, like I said, I think I knew about it as a concept before that because that okay. was in like, uh, what ninth or eighth grade, I suppose, when I was like, how old are you? Then like fifteen, sixteen. Oh, I do grades are confusing to me. So yeah, like... they are. Uh, but somewhere around that time. Okay. Um, and then like, because since I studied music, uh, in school, mm. I. I got, I think, the first song I ever performed, uh, as far as musicals goes, was Bring Him Home from Linus. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. Nice. It, it's a good one. And good that's one. when it really hit me, because I think it took me a while, because I've always, always liked music. Um, and it's a weird statement. I've always liked music. Don't, <laughs> doesn't everyone fact, I like music. Yeah, I like music. Controversial statement. But, <laughs> but I think I recently, or a couple of years back, realized what it is about musicals that really, you know, attracted me. It's the lyrics. I, I'm a sucker for lyrics, and musicals is just, you know, basically a theater, you know, script in mm. singing form. So, mm, yeah. uh, and especially like Bring Him Home is a good introduction to that. <laughs> God, that's a good song. Oh, it's a very good song. I, I performed that with my choir, um, school choir. It was yeah. one of the ones we did in our, our concerts. And uh, I have a recording, actually, of us in rehearsal Ooh. where I took my phone out and I just like hit the um, and put it on the table. And I did a video recording because at the time I couldn't do just like an audio yeah. like, mm. thing. So I literally just had my phone like face down on the table on like selfie mode. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> the video was all black, but you can hear us all singing. Yeah, and it's really good. I will say that <laughs> we were we were a pretty decent choir. You you have to send it to us. I will see if I can find it. Um, Please, I think it's pretty decent. You know, considering it's a school choir and all that jazz. Man, yeah. I miss choir. Oh yeah, yeah. don't even tell me. <laughs> I, yeah, choir is the. I miss it a lot. Yeah, we never did musicals yeah. with my choir, but uh, you know, still, uh, uh, we did. Uh, we did one day more with my choir. Oh, oh. no, no way. Yeah, that it, was, is so uh, cool. it was pretty. It was pretty great. We didn't. It wasn't like every single part because it was um, arranged for you know uh, yeah. a, a full part choir. Yeah. So we had sopranos, altos, all that yeah, jazz. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like we had people doing solos or anything. It was mm. like yeah, it was it was a proper ensemble sort of arrangement. So like there were bits of it that you can hear in the official recordings that we didn't do specifically. Yeah. And also, there's like weird parts where it's like. I think the Sopranos sang um, uh, Marius's part at one point. Oh, um, and it's like, so the, 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 where everything is, is a bit like, well, that doesn't make an entire amount of sense for who's meant to be singing <laughs> this in the song, but it works anyway. Yeah, hmm. still a brilliant piece of music. Oh, come on. I mean, it's one day more. <laughs> it's yeah. one day more. It's like, yeah. it's like the, of, you know, it's one of those... It, I haven't seen... It on stage, but it is the end of Act One song, isn't yeah. it? Yes, I mean it feels like that, doesn't it? It, it um, really is. It's just such a good because, especially since on the stage they bring the whole barricade together and how mm -hmm. they do that on stage. I'm getting. I wish they had like a camera feed right now because I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. <laughs> but the way they bring the barricade together on stage is fantastic. It's so cool. I mean, it's just you know, there's it's it's easily one and of the I best ones. Oh. 
I mean, yeah, I, I would like to see Lomis on stage. I think that's one of the ones. I, actually, here's a good question because we are a film podcast. What? Because, yes. I mean, like I said, I haven't seen it on stage. But what are people's thoughts on the Lomis movie? Because I think it's good. And yet there are a lot of people out there who hate it. And I'm like, I don't think I understand why. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you, you mean the Hugh Jackman and Russell yeah. Crowe one? Yeah. I don't have any problems with it. Yeah, it's good that you bring it up because the <laughs> Les Mis movie. What are your thoughts about it in, just in general? Like the casting and everything. Like, I like it. I also don't think Russell Crowe does as bad a job as everybody makes him out to have done. Thank you. Like, he does pretty fucking admirably. Like, he's not awful. But people are like, oh God, how dare he try and sing? It's yeah. like, I think if we're going to be really poking, you know, throwing stones at folks who. Piers Brosnan and Mamma Mia is like probably oh, the worst. Oh my God, we're yes. going to get into Mamma Mia. <laughs> but. Like, I love him in that movie, and I love the fact that he is kind of terrible. Like, it really <laughs> brings the whole thing together, but it's like, he's not the best. Yeah. 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 But he I did everything. Yes. I didn't have a. I'm not going to say Russell Crowe was. Hmm. I think he was. He was I mean, in, I'm not in, saying he was great or anything, no, but I he, also don't think he was awful. No, he wasn't awful. He was in the middle ground, I, I would say. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, I, was, um, I was surprised at first that they choose Eddie Redmayne uh, to, uh, to play Marius. And, uh, you know, he, my favorite song is Empty Chairs at Empty Tables. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I I didn't know what to expect from him, uh, and he did a wonderful job. Uh, I think he's brilliant in it. Yeah, I he's really do. Fantastic. So good, so good. I was I was blown away. Uh, I I wasn't a big fan of him, but then uh, it convinced me. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. And then yeah. Anne Hathaway is just fucking majestic. I mean, Oof. she just got an Boy. Oscar for it, so come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and right. uh, and I just love that no matter what musical Hugh Jackman does, you will always see that Hugh Jackman loves doing musicals, and I yeah. I just I just love that. I, but that I love the other one. Some people like to say that Hugh Jackman wasn't particularly good in that movie, but it's what? like I think people forget that. Uh, unlike a lot of other musicals, this was sung live. Yep. So the it fact was. that there's like imperfections in all of yep. like the singing and whatnot, I think makes it better. Indeed, it does. I think it, I think it really brings a level of something where it's like it doesn't. I don't know, but I've said this before. I I don't need perfection in my movies to think that they're good. In fact, I think imperfection in films makes them better. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that some of the singing is imperfect. I mean, I think it yeah. really like adds to the atmosphere in it oh 100 100 percent. and yeah. uh, you know you can obviously like uh, not all of them are trained singers and mm. uh, uh you know even knowing that i don't i don't think you can particularly tell that who who's the one who's who's trained and and knows what he or she is doing and mm. and who's the one who doesn't and i mean sure i I can probably tell by uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think Russell Crowe is probably the it's, only real exception to that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I know that Eddie isn't trained uh, mm. as as a as a singer. Uh, or, or me. Musical yeah. theatre guy or anything. Uh, and and he did it wonderfully. Like, come on. It's, oh, I can I cannot get over uh, that song. It's it's like, I, I, I didn't watch it too many times because I... I've never been too big on uh on Le Miserables. 
Uh, but uh, I, I had to think about how to say it, but I got it. Name is Arab. There you go. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, I did watch it a few times, and uh, and the one song that always kills me is not "I Dream the Dream," but it's it's "Empty Chairs at Empty Tables" because it just. Oh, I mean, it, it is such a heart wrenching moment in that fucking musical because I mean, he's literally like, "All of my friends are dead." Yep. Yeah. Man, yeah. I I've n- never watched that movie without breaking down at certain points, and it's always the same, like same points in the movie every time. Mm. Mm. That was that was in sync. We were so in sync, we both went silent afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I disappeared a bit there, but I'm back. <laughs> and, yes. Um, yeah. Um, but... Okay, so here's another question. Okay. Yeah. Um, John, we will start with you uh, since you are our yeah. guest. Uh, you can only choose one. Which one is your favorite movie mu- musical? <laughs> Just one. Good lord. Um. Uh. Jesus Christ. Uh. I Superstar? think. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean it's good. <laughs> Sorry, both of, the, both of the movies are very good. Uh, but I think I'd have to go with either Les Mis, or I mean, is it cheating to say like one of the record like Hamilton just released on Disney Plus? Is that cheating? It is because it's all right. Doesn't really count yeah. as a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that too. I think we want to go actual movie, movie, yeah, musicals. actually movie. Like then it's it's gonna have to be Les Mis. Okay. Uh, I mean, it has its flaws, and I was gonna say about like Russell Crowe, because I was at the beginning in the camp of like, man, he did a terrible fucking job. Why did they choose him? Mm. But after watching it more, and you know, actually, you know, maturing a bit, <laughs> uh, I have to say, like, just the way he actually plays the part, mm. I can. If you just don't even talk about the singing, just the acting of the part. Yeah, that's not really a portrayal of Javad that you see that often. Because he's especially in um, uh, Stars, mm-hmm. uh, his solo song, he's so vulnerable. And that's not really, uh, you can really tell he's doubting himself. And that's not really something you see that often in the, like, in other performances. Because he's yeah. always very stoic. And mm. yeah, I, I love that about his portrayal. So it's going to have to be Lemmy Seven. Javert is such an interesting character to me because he's so lawful as a like yeah. as a concept, like to the point where he's like, "Well, I guess my when his entire belief system gets shattered, he's like, well, I'm I'm gonna throw myself off a bridge now.'" <laughs> it's like, Christ, man, you could just change. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 I just no, no. jump. <laughs> time to time t- time to fall into the that. Oh my god, that bit where he jumps off of the bridge and hits the um the. Oh god! The barrier, and yeah. then it just goes. Dunk, and yeah. it's oh. yeah. <laughs> it's time to float, man. <laughs> uh, like, oh my god! Um, <laughs> how how about you, Katie? Okay, here's only choose <sighs> one. Just one. Yeah, I don't. There's a part of me that really actually wants to say the filmed version of. Joseph and the Technical Dream Code because it is one that I haven't loved for a long time. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think it's the best, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just one that I have that that is um very close to my heart. Yep. Um, but actually, you know, I think we're going to go hairspray. Mm. Oh, which one? The, 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 the new, the new one or the, or the old one? 
the new one. Okay. The one with uh, Zac Efron and yeah, yeah, yeah. John Travolta and yeah. And... Because yeah. I, my brother and I, my little brother and I used to watch that go to go to sleep. Mm. We used to put it on um, and and uh, watch it in bed as we, we were falling asleep. Yeah. Every pretty much every night. So I've seen the beginning of that movie many many times. Mm. But plus, I just love. I think the music is fucking amazing. I think Zac Efron is great in it. Um, he is. Yes, he is genuinely um, fantastic. The yeah, I mean, I just love the, the aesthetic of the whole movie is so good. I get frustrated trying to sing um, uh, "You Can't Stop the Beat" because it's one of those songs yeah. that's like in a weird spot in my register, so like I can't yeah. actually figure out where I should go because it's like it's right at the top of my chest voice, but the low end of my head uh, head voice. Yeah, I just that musical. Yeah, I think that was one of the ones that I really fell in love with a little while ago, and it's one that I have watched so many times. But there are like a bunch of them. I loved um, I loved Into the Woods when I, I saw that in the cinema mm. when I came out, and I love I loved Les Mis, obviously. But I've actually only seen that the once. Um, I'm looking at my little list here. Obviously, Chicago is great. It is. You can only I mean, say oh. one, Katie. <laughs> I know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm sticking with Hairspray, I'm just naming other musicals at this point. Though. And I mean, we're going to talk about them, don't you be afraid. <laughs> okay, well then, Lily, what's your favourite? Oh, it's easy peasy. It's the Moulin Rouge. I just, mm. I just love everything about that movie. I love all of the songs. Uh, yeah. one, of, one of the many expe- exceptions, like uh, Hair was. Uh, I fucking love every performance. Uh, Ewan McGregor is... Fuck! I wanted to keep that kidnap him after that movie, just so you know. <laughs> it's uh, no, no new news. But <laughs> still, I fucking love him. And oh my god, if he would sing me like that, I would probably die from happiness. I would be just like, ha, ah, done. Um, so <laughs> it's just come on. When he sings, come with me. It's like all your heartstrings are just pulled uh. together, and you're like, oh my god. Uh, and yeah. uh, but everything, everything. I love how uh, they grabbed popular songs and changed it so they can fit the movie perfectly. Mm. Um, I I love Nicole Kidman in it. I I think she's uh, not just gorgeous as Satine, but uh, come on, her voice as well is just like lovely uh and then my my all-time favorite there's there's a story behind Moulin Rouge because uh we we wanted to perform it and uh, we had a whole deal you know I told them that uh, uh we are just uh youngsters and uh and it's it's not a professional acting group and all that stuff yeah and then they were like yeah yeah yeah, sure uh, if you change uh you know a fair amount of things and 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 you know do it your own way then it, it should be fine but they only allowed yeah. us to do like five performances which is Fine, fair enough. And uh, we started uh, the rehearsals and everything. I was going to get, that was already a change. I was going to uh, play Zidler, uh, but not as Harold Zidler, but as Harriet Zidler. And uh, mm-hmm. because he was my favorite character in the movie and I loved his songs. Uh, my favorite song, The Show Must Go On, is, is from him mainly. Um, yeah. And um, and Like a Virgin. And I love all of them. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we started the rehearsals. We did a lot of the dances uh, for a lot of the songs. We started practicing the songs. And then we got an email uh, that a bigger company... Uh, uh, basically brought all the rights and uh, and then that's it that's it for us we cannot perform it under any circumstances so that was fun uh and it's, it's it is a shame i yeah. will say though 
I love Aaron Tveit so much to see all of the, and listening to the soundtrack that they've done for the Broadway version yeah. and getting to hear Aaron Tveit sing El Tango de Roxanne is like mm-hmm. everything to me because I love that song and he fucking kills it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, obviously they did an amazing job. Oh, uh, man, it's so uh, goddamn good. <laughs> it, it is. But uh, for us, it, it was still a fucking big shame. Uh, you know, no, it's cont- a shame. counting in that we already uh, spent three months on rehearsals. So that was fun. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the, yeah, but uh, but that movie for me is is just on another level. Uh, uh, I cannot, I, I hate bittersweet endings. I, I fucking hate mm. them. And uh, I think what they did masterfully here is uh, they started off uh, the whole movie like a comedy and uh, it's it's the best satire and and every kind of comedy was in there and then as it slowly descends into into the darkness and and into the hopelessness and everything it is just so fucking well done but not not just with the storytelling but also with the songs as well and yeah. because as we start off with the movie it's obviously all the happy and very bubbly songs like spectacular spectacular and and uh, and so like a virgin and and everything in there uh basically and then as it goes down deep it, it just the, the songs become darker and and become more haunting as well and, it, and i just yeah. it's I'm just roxanne Mm. Yeah, I just I'm so obsessed with what they did with with Roxanne oh making my God. into that tango. I remember watching the movie and like being going, "Oh, this is really pretty. I'm enjoying this a lot." And then yeah. El Tango de Roxanne happens, and it's like, "Fuck me, this is the mm. most interesting part of this movie so far." Yeah, the music is so like just rich and yep. dark and like the way they suddenly start filming everything where it kind of feels slightly noirish yeah it's like yep. all shadows and like all the red lighting and just like the jealousy that comes over mm-hmm. um, oh man mm-hmm. it's, it's so good it is it's and so and i good. i love how christian comes in uh with his singing uh to roxanne yeah. and it's like it's it's such a oh, Goosebumps. It's one of the rare moments in that musical that has like something more that it has like an original like mm. element to it because a lot of, obviously a lot of the, it's a jukebox musical so all the music is pretty much all the music is um, you know popular songs yeah. that have been yeah, repurposed yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, that whole uh, riff, riff why does my heart cry that whole bit that's obviously added in like yep. they wrote that for the thing and I think it's one of the things that really elevates it oh hundred percent. As oh. a, it's like oh fuck, <laughs> and uh, that song is because I remember we also did some we did a show we basically and including I guess including um, Moulin Rouge in that show was bit you know we cheated a bit we called it mm-hmm. Best of Broadway and it's definitely it wasn't a Broadway musical then mm-hmm. um, but we included uh, most others Roxanne and the like staging and choreography we did was also you know tango but it was at the end we really wanted to hit home on the like jealousy kind of you know so our two dancers uh the male started out very lovingly but then it came became more and more you know violent almost abusive (laughs) yeah 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 just talking to people after the show and like stuff like that and a lot of like the girls because the the May uh, the guy who did the dance, a friend of mine, Leon. Uh, he he's a very good looking man. Don't get me wrong, but oh, I remember the feedback we got from that. Oh man, he was so hot. He was <laughs> so hot. It's like, did you miss the part where he 
beat the poor girl? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, sure, sure. It's rare that jukebox musicals hit that, you know, sweet spot of uh, just n- just nailing it, not being too like, oh, look at this song we included, ta-da, and just really weaving it into the story like that. Fantastic. Mm. Mm. I think the only, I think in the Broadway version, the only time I felt like it was a bit like, how many songs can we fit in here was when they redid Elephant Love Medley. Yeah. I don't Because like- it really does, it like changes every second. And it's like, okay, this is a little much, but I'm a bit more used to it now because I've listened to it so much. But like, yeah. I think mm-hmm. the movie version of that medley oh. is much better than the yeah. Broadway it's one. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it comes but together I- so, so well. There's a there's one in the in the Broadway version that I absolutely adore and it's um shut up and dance with me, uh, and then when I kind of listen to the the soundtrack I'm like this fucking slaps yeah because <laughs> you've already got like shut up and dance um with me uh and then there's um what what's the other song that's a, it's a raise your glass yes uh and it's just those two together work so good so fucking well <laughs> I mean. There, the, uh, the, there are so it's many fun. great, great, great moments uh, in that movie. Uh, the, w- one of my favorite ones is uh, obviously spectacular, spectacular, because that's just, it's just so well done. Uh, and it, it always makes me smile, uh, especially mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Richard Roxburgh, who played the Duke. Uh, so mm-hmm. he, he ain't a, a trained singer. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. I think they hide that fact so, so very well. Because uh, yeah. b- both times when uh, he starts singing, basically, he only has like little parts and, and parts that can actually be like talk singing and not really singing. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, in, in uh, I fucking, fucking love Like a Virgin. Uh, I think Jim Broadbent and, and Richard Oxford just, <laughs> they, oh my God, that performance there. And it's especially uh, at the end part when, you know, finally the Duke is, is catching on and, and he realizes that uh, what uh, Zidler is, is trying to tell him and and, uh, <laughs> and then he's, he starts chasing him. <laughs> that's, that's like <laughs> such a good comedy. It's so simple and it still works so very well. Uh, and I think it's, it's because they are such a good uh, uh, actors and, and performers that uh, it just blows me away every time and and i just fucking love this movie and i and i hate romantic movies and this is like one of the most romantic movies that you can actually watch <laughs> but you know well, you it, you've said before you like um you like doomed, yeah. you like doomed uh sort of pairings so i feel like this fits very well for you I, yeah that's what i wanted to say like you know like it's it's right in my resume i guess <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day uh but yeah i just i just love everything about it and uh, as i said uh, it's you know it's especially with uh, the way that they included show must go on and like a virgin and uh, uh, all of the other songs you you always have some kind of a, a cut in there where where they put in something else or or they put in their own stuff but i i just it's just mm, ah, and mm, i just love it I've got Nature Boy in my head now. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, you know what? The, the, you know where they bought me uh, for the rest of the movie is mm. uh, uh, when Christian goes and uh, and helps them uh, with the rehearsal, and uh, they cannot figure out 
uh, how to go with uh, the hills. And then he just starts singing, the hills are alive. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Hang on, that's not from this musical. <laughs> <laughs> but they still, like, I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> I already oh, love right. this. Um, I had a question. Yes. And that question was, what is a musical that you have seen or um, you know, know very well on stage that you would really like to see adapted? It is on on stage to to movie. into a movie. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's quite easy. If I'm honest, it's Hamilton. Yeah, I <laughs> I find it's a bit of a Hamilton's a bit of a weird one now because we've got the pro shot version. Yeah, that's on Disney Plus. So it's kind of like I have less of a an urge to have that one as like a yeah. like an actual movie. Fair. I don't know. I mean, it could be interesting, but I'm not sure if I'm all that fussed on like i don't need it as much as i would want other ones mm. the one that comes to mind for me now is hades town yeah. okay oh, i want to yeah. see oh, i want to my... see i want to see hades town made into mm, a yes. proper fucking movie because i'm like <laughs> i listened to hades town at the beginning of this year mm. and i was sending john messages about it it was like getting to the end i was like why did he turn around because <laughs> i didn't know the like the myth I didn't actually know the story of Orpheus ah, and the Okay, so it was actually a surprise to me when it happened. I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> that little fucking... <laughs> like, he's... He could have just kept going. He was right at the end." Yeah, man, <laughs> Hades Town. I love Hades Town so goddamn oh, much. There is a very, very good YouTube video with a guy called what is it? What is it? Shafrilis Productions or something like that where he goes on, it's like a 40-minute uh, video, where he basically goes on about why Hades Town is pretty much the perfect musical. And I tend to agree with him. <laughs> the things they do, just with just the storytelling and everything, is, oh, it's so good. It's, and how it basically loops around itself. Mm. And then also you could see, you going to see the show is part of the show, since, they, oh, mm, God damn that's a good it's like the whole thing is is we tell the song again and again because we hope that the ending will change but we know but and we sing it anyway it's like oh uh i mean and he's just got andre de shields like and his incredible voice doing uh hermes and uh patrick page and that really deep (laughs) baritone that bass <laughs> just insane. the bassiest voice for um hades and it works so well and it's a crime that um uh reeve Carney didn't get nominated for a uh, tony <laughs> it is and it's funny also since uh patrick page and reeves actually did a musical together before this they did the mm, much troubled spider-man turn of the dark oh yes i heard i think i i didn't know that Patrick Page is in that, but I didn't know that he breathed Green Goblin. Oh my god! I mean, that whole That's concept it. for a musical is wild. Anyway, <laughs> they're like, "Fuck it, let's make Spider-Man into a musical." <laughs> and I man, mean... there was so many. Yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I just thought of one, uh, no which good. is a bit of a cheating because uh, there are already many adaptations uh, of this story. But I don't know if if it's actually ever been. Uh, 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 an international uh, stage musical but I remember seeing it back here in Hungary and uh, I remember really really loving the songs uh, that they did for it it was a Christmas carol 
and uh, oh, they cool. they gave a different name uh, to it. It was called God's Money, and mm. uh, the music was so freaking good in it, and it helped uh, the story so well that I, uh, even though I saw this like ten years ago. I just can't stop thinking about it uh, and I just can't stop imagining how it would work as a movie as well. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think that that would be uh, a good one. But I, I, I have no idea if it's if it's ever been an international thing or if, if it was something that maybe only happened here in Hungary. I am not sure about that, but uh, that, that would be an interesting one. And, you know, obviously A Christmas Carol has many, many uh, movie adaptations, but uh, I think a musical version would would probably win, uh, especially thinking about the fact that there are not many Christmas musicals in, you know, in my knowledge, at least. I haven't seen it, but is the Muppets Christmas Carol the musical? Or is it just the Christmas Carol with Muppets? I haven't seen it either, so I don't know. I feel like that's sacrilege in some way or another. I think some people feel like that. I mean, I think, because I, before this, the podcast, I looked up, like, you just Google, all right, what are the, according to the internet, like, top movie musicals? And mm. I think like uh, one of the more recent like Muppet movies was up there. Uh, oh, like... I mean the original, like the Muppet movie that came out. God, what you? It was like twenty ten or something yeah, like yeah. that. That one was great. That it was, was a really so good, good. Fucking movie with, the, with Jason Siegel. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god! Just um, okay. Now you made thing. me think about it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was really good. I saw that movie. I, I saw it in cinema. But the next time I saw it, they were showing it on the ferry when I was going over to Ireland at one point. Oh, it wasn't long after the movie had come out either. So it was like you know when you go on a plane and it's already got movies that haven't actually come out on DVD yet, and you're like, oh, this this plane has movies like new releases that I wasn't expecting to be able to see anytime soon. It was like that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I I've never watched a movie on a plane though. I I got to be honest. Uh, but I but I know uh, how it goes. But uh, I remember watching the Muppet movie, and I was someone who was never big on the Muppets because I I don't know it just it just never resonated with me. Uh, yeah. But then, uh, God knows why, I just decided that I'm just gonna watch this Muppet movie because I love Jason Siegel, so why not? And it was one of the biggest surprises of my life. Uh, not just because it was the sweetest fucking movie that I I've, I've I've seen. And uh, I actually come to love Kermit uh, and Miss Piggy and everyone in there. Uh, but it, it has such a big depth to it uh, yeah. uh, in there that, uh, for example, uh, still to this day, uh, it's it's one of the um, shorter uh, songs in there. Uh, when Kermit, they, they go to Kermit for, to ask for his help and uh, he goes away to sing pictures in my head. And... Every single time that scene rolls in, I just start crying because I <laughs> I I never watched the Muppets that, but it it the emotions and everything came through so very well, and I think they did such a fantastic job in there uh, that uh, it's it's just amazing. And and the other one, I I'm not sure if I know this uh, uh, correctly, but I think uh, am I a man or am I a Muppet actually won an Oscar. It was nominated. I'm, I'm, I'm on. I'm on the Muppets page right now, so I'm going to see. Check it, please, because I, I man on Muppet did in fact win an Oscar. There you go. Holy shit. It's uh, like, come on, it's it's Sheldon Cooper <laughs> and Jason Segel <laughs> performing. Am I a man or am I a Muppet? And it's 
it's just the song itself it's so good uh, as well so I'm, I wasn't even surprised that it won uh, I remember now because I always watch the Oscars it's it's my thing uh, but a, yeah uh, there's um fuck, there's the song like the the main sort of the rainbow connection it's called no it's no it's not it's not rainbow connection it's one at the beginning uh, all about being happy and I can't remember what it's called off my head top of my head at now. the very beginning. Yeah, life's a happy song. Life's a happy and song. Yeah, that's it. Life's a happy song. Yeah, and it's ah uh, fuck. It's been a while since I've seen it. I'm trying to remember how it goes. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, when it's summer by your side to sing along, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> now that I now that you guys talk about, I don't, I don't even know if I've seen this movie. Oh my god, <gasps> you gotta, you have yeah, to. I, I'm, uh, I'm, ha- I'm. Bound for a almost three hour train ride later today. So, uh, oh, yeah, perfect. So take take your time that. and watch it. I mean, yeah, that song rolls in. Am voice. I a man or <laughs> am I a moppet? Am I a moppet? <laughs> it's, it's so good. Speaking <laughs> of like uh, muppets or puppets in general, have you guys seen Avenue Q? I haven't seen Avenue nope. Q, but I want to. I want to see Avenue Q. I haven't seen that's... it either. I, that's a musical I would love for them to try to, you know, make into a movie. Because they'd have to be real work. careful about the marketing for that movie. Yeah, they would. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see the internet is for porn on the <laughs> silver screen. That would be fantastic. I was playing Jackbox with some friends the other day, and um, none of them were particularly big musical people. But yeah. they quite one of the things was like. Um, uh, a, a, a stage musical that shouldn't be put on for kids and I just put in Avenue Q and everybody was like I don't know what this means and I'm like guys this is a funny answer <laughs> just trust me appreciate it okay. yeah, it's like you can't be... you can't put Avenue Q on for children it's not for kids no it, it's not but it's such a, it's a, that's also one of the like, it's such a brilliant show uh, and just the themes and everything and how they managed to get it in there but um i was gonna there was another oh yeah uh this is a musical that i've i've done it a couple of times and i love it a bit uh mm. but rent oh i fucking love rent but rent is already a movie yeah yeah it is a movie um uh. but uh if i'm sorry if i deviate from the <laughs> subject please do i want to hear what your thoughts about rent musicals turned into movies but Rent, I, I think it's brilliant. I love the, I love the music. I love the whole like story around Jonathan Larson and just the absolute tragedy uh, of, you know, yeah, his story as well. But I've, I've always thought, that, yeah, that is a kind of a universal thing amongst you know people who like musical theater that Rent is a, is a musical. But lately, I've seen a lot of hate. Just the musical in general, and the movie, I suppose, but just the the musical and its themes in general. Because, as far as I understood it, a lot of people see it as, you know, rich, spoiled, white kid trying to, you know, oh, we have it so difficult, basically. But it, most of them... I, I, the noises I should really show where I'm, where I'm feeling with that. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, because 
I heard quite recently, I don't remember where I watched it, but it's like, yeah, all the characters are absolutely horrible, spoiled. They could just go home whenever to their parents or and like Angel, she sings a whole song about killing a dog and they all go on like that's a good thing. But it's like it's you kind of miss <laughs> the whole point of the show, I feel. Oh my god, man. I I love I yeah, I mean Rent is one of those ones that you just kind of have to you just love it's it's rent i mean come yeah. on um i have my frustrations with the movie because i mean they completely cut out halloween and goodbye love mm-hmm. which are like really important parts of that fucking musical uh, yep <laughs> and it's like why did you do this it doesn't make any sense <laughs> especially goodbye love which is basically the explanation as to why roger leaves yeah oh my god but it's fine it's fine it, I, I like i i listen to the soundtrack quite a lot for that yeah and it's got halloween and goodbye love in that and it works so well within the soundtrack why they cut it out of the movie at all is insane to me yeah and oh, I, also, I also just love the fact that they used just you know the cost mm-hmm. like the actual musical cost uh it's them Anthony Rapp is is Mark. Um, <laughs> oh no no no! I'm 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 Mark. I'm just Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mark. 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 Uh, yeah. Mark. I mean, you, yeah. What? Yeah. What are your thoughts, about it, Lily? Have you seen it? I uh, it no. You haven't seen Ren? Mm. No. <laughs> I only know the one song. The uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Five hundred twenty-five thousand oh, six hundred yeah, yeah. minutes. That's that's the only one I know from it. So I've, I've never <laughs> actually watched worm. it. Yeah. You uh, should watch Ren. <laughs> <laughs> I might do it, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It never like I read the description and everything, and I know a lot of people love it, but it's it's just never intrigued me. Um, the music is really really good. One Song mm. Glory is a fucking banger. Um, it is. Uh, and the, I, I always say this, but the song that Roger spends the entire musical writing on nearly as good as One Song no, Glory. It's so, it's so funny because he spent, like, oh, I spent a year writing the song. And the song is. It's, 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 so it's fine. <laughs> like, it's and, not terrible, but it's like, it's fine. Isn't it? It's like, this took you a year? Really? <laughs> but it's. I just have such a. Since when. I think the last time I did it, uh, the show, we we were joking about that in the cast. Like, yeah, he spends a whole year writing this song and it's not that good. But like, wait, <laughs> babe, don't die. Listen to this first. <laughs> then do whatever. But the, you have to listen to this. But during, since uh, the guy who played Roger actually, you know, plays the guitar on stage. Yes. We had someone from the, I think our angel actually made sure that the guitar was tuned since no no spoilers but angel spends uh some time off stage <laughs> in the later parts of the show yeah uh so just made sure the uh guitar was tuned one mm. of the shows he forgot to do this right uh so <laughs> when he comes on and he's in the, no uh, hold on uh this isn't much but it took all year <laughs> strums the first chord and it's so off key <laughs> And not in tune. <laughs> and oh my god. The, oh, I don't think. Uh, oh man, it was so difficult for those poor, poor performers to actually keep a straight face. Because <laughs> it was such a just, you know, thing in this show that, yeah, you know, we joke a lot about it. And then that happens and it's, oh my god. It's just the. Uh, oh, perfect way for that to go wrong 
I'm oh yeah, one great song before I go. <laughs> oh, this oh, uh, this just reminded me to another story, and, and uh, I had to think about it because I didn't remember who who told this story, but it was Mark Ruffalo. Okay, <laughs> that <Well. laughs> he had his. Uh, I don't know. It was it was basically his his first performance uh, on theater, and. Um, I don't know how the story goes exactly, but the main thing in it is uh, is there's a scene where they eat cookie, and uh, mm. someone swapped the cookies uh, with um, with the funny kind, if Ooh. if you know oh what I God. mean. <laughs> what the fuck? And, and he ate like two because he thought that they Jesus were just <laughs> no more cookies. And that doesn't hit you right away. <laughs> And then, oh god it's such a good story i'm i'm gonna link it in the description guys it was on the grand Norton show and everyone lost that's it kind of, i'm like that's, that's a little bit prop. horrifying i'm gonna that be honest is. you don't fuck with another man's props that's oh his. god but it made Especially the it, 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 performing that's like jesus christ he said that it was the the best performance of his life yeah. <laughs> I mean, it so would it be worked. from his perspective either way. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he even I think he even br- brings up that uh, I don't know which uh, uh, theater critic, but they they even wrote it in the review that Mark Ruffalo is is a young man that everyone should look up to because he's so good in it. <laughs> and in, 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 you know, he was just high old <laughs> during the oh, whole performance. I, that would be that's a nightmare because I mean. It would really, not that I would know, but it could really go from, you know, I don't feel anything, I don't feel anything, I don't feel anything, to when is now? Yes. <laughs> there is no really in-between. This is, oh my god. Yep. And having that on stage? <laughs> I'm honestly he, impressed that he then was able to remember right? all of his lines. Right? Yeah, that's it's like Tony Award right there. He, he <laughs> had to keep it very together, but uh, I will put the link in the description because it's it's honestly such a funny story. <laughs> and I, oh. I remember laughing at it so much. I, and, um, I gotta read it. Um, and then um, I, we, we cannot go anywhere. Uh, without talking about the Disney musicals, mm, because nice. uh, yeah. my God, uh, can I just say that uh, Disney movies that uh, they have such a good music uh, lineup? Yeah. Come on, they, they come do. on! I mean, um, I, just yeah, chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, we're both just making noises right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm, yeah. But it, I think it, like Disney's basically the gateway drug for musicals, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It's it like I said. I think it's really probably what made me understand what a musical was, or like yeah. I just love them in general. Because I I know, despite the fact that I can't really remember it, I know that I watched Beauty and the Beast a lot as a child. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I went to see the 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 other version twice in the cinema. I think. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and why I I I I think it's good. I know yeah, me too. People are just like, eh, I mean, it's, on, the, on those. It's, the, it's the high point for the remakes for sure. <laughs> it's great, and I love Dan Stevens. I think he does a great job. As oh my the beast. god! And and Evermore. His... Oh my god! Evermore is so good. It's my... been. Oh yeah, go on. <laughs> no, no, it's it's it, for me. It was days days in the sun. That just it it kills me every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Evermore mm-hmm. went straight into my repertoire for like auditions and stuff. I even hell hell I've gotten like parts and actual you know work because of that fucking song but it's so good it's and so good. just 
And it's a baritone. It's actually a song written for a baritone, and I love it. <laughs> you know what? It's that <laughs> that is a fun. Yeah, it's it's a funny one because uh, I wanted to put it in my uh, repertoire as well. Uh, yeah. And then I cannot sing out the last uh, note. I can't do it. I don't know why. I tried everything. It's not working for me. I sing. I can sing it out <laughs> yeah. until until the last evermore, and then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not working. Yeah. yeah. Man, Beauty and Beast, no, and I just, I just remember like oh, Hercules that's... and Aladdin was the favorite. Uh, I, I can think of. Are we, are, we, are we doing breakfast tomorrow? I mean, you know, uh, you know, for English is, is yeah. Right. Thank you. Sorry. No. Yes. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I don't know what time that was because I I wrote it up. Don't worry. You got it. Okay. Good. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, it's okay. So let's go back uh, to the part where you'd start talking about Beauty and the Beast, John. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, just Beauty and Beast and Evermore is such a good song. Like it's not often when you like try to recreate something that's so beloved and actually write something new for it. And I think it and it I in my opinion it does it surpasses some of the original material. Um mm. it was uh, Alan Menken came back and wrote that, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He did. Yeah. No, they, they, if they go, it's like so good. How, how you how you make sure that any new material is good, you get the original writer back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I know that him and uh, Lin Manuel Miranda is working on the um, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is which, very yeah. good news for us. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, the music at least is going to be very good. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know. I always say with Disney movies, especially with these remakes, that uh, I I will just wait for them to come out uh, mm. because I know a lot of people go in uh, skeptic. But uh, to be honest with you. Uh, even during my childhood, I every single time I watched the new animated movie from them, I just couldn't stop thinking about the fact that this would be so good as a live action movie, and I just kept wondering like who would play it and you know who would be the main uh, cast in this. And uh, you know, I I'm not gonna say that uh, they didn't do missteps and uh, there weren't mistakes uh, in these remakes, but uh, altogether, I. I loved Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I went into the cinema. I ended up singing yeah. the whole thing through. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and then uh, it's, I loved Aladdin as well. I think it was it was really good. Uh, uh, you know, obviously not as good as the original, but uh, it was a very enjoyable movie. I think Will Smith was fucking awesome uh, as Ginny. And then uh, I loved Mulan as well. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I did love it. Um, so yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I just wait for them to come out and uh, if they do it right, I'm happy. If not, then eh, oh well, shit happens, I guess. <laughs> I stand by that uh, one of the best, like at least classic ones, Hercules. People don't Hercules. talk about Hercules enough Hercules is and amazing. it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. The music and oh my god. God, like, so just all the, the gospel sort of uh, mm-hmm. music around it and uh, fucking Meg singing yeah. I Won't Say I'm In Love. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Hercules is great and people don't talk about Hercules enough. <laughs> it's it's true. You, 
Have they talked about actually doing? I think they're talking about doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh come on! I hope they they don't cut out any of the songs. They they're gonna do every single one of them into live action. You can be prepared yeah. for that. I mean that they are going down on a on the track where where they're just gonna yeah. do everything like Little Mermaid, and then I think they announced uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, which I am very very happy for because I fucking love the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, I it's fun fact. I played Esmeralda, and oh. uh, at one point I had to play Quasimodo because uh, <laughs> uh, both the main actor and the stand-in got sick and i was the only one who could sing his part <laughs> so i ended up paying him for one night <laughs> so fun fact i don't know if you guys heard about this but barry jenkins aka director of moonlight and if yes. Beale street could talk is directing a sequel to the live action lion king indeed uh oh actually no sorry it's a prequel it, according prequel. to Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. so it's a completely new story being directed by one of the greatest directors of our generation currently yep, yep. um I'm very interested in this because I heard that the I haven't seen the the live action Lion King, but I heard it was a bit sort of dry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I saw this in Empire this month, and I was like, Barry Jenkins doing a Lion King movie mm. has me very intrigued with like an yeah. original story and all that. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm interested. Give me. <laughs> I mean, uh, to be fair, uh, uh, I think instead of watching the live action Lion King which I've never did because uh, they just lost me when I heard that Be Prepared are, it's it's basically not in there when it's one of the no, greatest songs. Uh, and uh, we know that Chiveta Legio 4 can sing, so why the fuck did you take that out? It <laughs> it just, uh, come on. Mm. Uh, so I never watched it. But uh, if you want to watch something that is very close uh, to uh, live action Lion King, watch Beyonce's Blackest King, uh, which is available on Disney Plus, And it's, is just a fucking masterpiece and the, it, it resonates the whole story of lion king so beautifully and uh, honestly just I, hats off hats i love I beyonce thought, come on yeah i mean everybody loves beyonce she's the queen um <laughs> yeah i genuinely thought you were going to be like if you want to watch a, a lion king adaptation just watch hamlet yeah. <laughs> i mean <laughs> duh <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah. but black is king just watch that it's honestly i've heard really good things about that oh. yeah. i mean obviously i stand by hercules being the best uh yeah. always but i mean my other favorite is is tangled i love tangled mm. tangled yeah. every time somebody it took like i remember when frozen blew up and people were like frozen it's amazing i was like yeah but have you guys seen tangled <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so much better it is i never i really i saw frozen and i went well that was fine you know yeah. mm. <laughs> it was enjoyable i thought frozen 2 was f- much better yeah i really liked frozen 2 a lot mm. yeah um, and a lot of people didn't <laughs> really yeah i've heard that you know frozen, i mean critically it did well it's a disney pixar movie so it's, mm. it, yeah it's a disney movie not just disney, disney yeah yeah disney right. uh but it's it's gonna do great <laughs> generally but i think a lot of people didn't really I think the like main criticism I heard was like it really didn't feel like they knew where they was where they where they were going with it for a lot of the movie, and then it just and here's the conclusion. And yeah, the, I would say that my only issue with it was like a little bit at the end because I mm-hmm. kind of wish they'd gone through with a couple more things that they had like sort of set yeah. up. Um, but I think it's great. I honestly think that the, I like the music better. Into the unknown is a way better Oof. song than let it go i yep. keep saying this but it's fucking 
It's true. Brilliant. Um, and like just the uh, being used like through like the entire movie and then building up to that song at the show yourself at show the yourself, end. Yeah. My God, I cried. Yeah. Like it really, <laughs> it really got me. Uh, like anytime, like a musical, I was, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. I was like, if you can actually get a musical motif and like pull it off properly in like a really emotionally poignant part of uh, uh, the story, mm-hmm. you've you've killed me. Basically, I'm like I'm just completely destroyed. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Here's the thing that bugs the shit out of me when it comes to Frozen, and it's it's you know it's a, a small part of it because it's not actually connecting to the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to say it like that, but uh, it it does. Uh, so whenever I hear Idina Menzel uh, perform any of the songs from the movie live, it's fucking horrible, and I cannot believe like how the fuck can she not do it? Like her performance of Let It Go and uh, then Into the Unknown during the Oscars was just awful. Like she couldn't hit the notes she she it felt like she wasn't even there she was late uh, she didn't step in when she was supposed to step in and i was like what's what's going on with this woman like i know that you know she's she's awesome at singing uh, mm. but it kind of feels like she isn't and i'm like i'm just i remember watching uh, both of those oscar performances and i was really looking forward to it because you know it has such a beautiful voice yeah and then nope it's it's just not I can't I cannot watch it I can't because it, it bugs the shit out of me because I cannot understand how she cannot do it and I watched um uh they put up a pre-produ- pre-production video uh where Jonathan Groff uh Kristen and Idina and everyone was together and uh, basically every single one of them were able to sing their parts properly and how it should sound and then Idina steps in and it's like what What's going on? <laughs> I don't understand. I know I haven't seen I haven't seen those performances. I was just thinking about Oof. Jonathan Groff. Oh come on! Yeah, come on. <laughs> so he was like, "Hello, Jonathan Groff. He's great. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's Actually, awesome. there's a musical that um, a lot of people might not know about, but I'm going to introduce to people if they haven't heard it. It's a musical that's in podcast version called oh, 36 yeah. questions yeah. john knows that i love this i yeah. listened to this a lot last year to the point where it was like i think it was one of my top songs like mm. the um jesse uh, shelton and, and jonathan mm. Groff like my top it was one of my top artists on spotify last year because <laughs> i listened to it so much but it's a musical but it's specifically set up in podcast like uh to be a podcast mm-hmm. so it's in three parts you can listen to it all on spotify and the, all the soundtrack is on there as well. It's genuinely excellent. It's all based around that thing of like the 36 questions that are meant to fall in love. And it's all about this couple that uh, turns out that um, one of them's been lying to the other one. And they she tries to use these 36 questions to get him to kind of both take her back and also get to know her again. Yeah. It's so good. Like it really is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. I, I yeah. yeah, like I said, I listen to that a lot. I, I think about what that would look like as an actual like on stage or as a movie mm-hmm. like i know it, it's like built to be mm. yeah 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 That's uh podcast but i think it would work very well as a movie musical honestly <laughs> i think it would and it has a very uh i think like jason robert brown feeling i think it. you're absolutely correct on that yeah because uh, it reminds me a lot about you know um lost five years yeah or, 
stuff like that. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the Last Five Years movie, by the way. Um, it's yeah, I watched. I, that's how I know the musical. I hmm. watched. Yeah. the movie jeremy jordan is fucking amazing in it and mm-hmm. as is as anna kendrick it's just that jeremy jordan's character is the worst yep jamie is the worst <laughs> jamie is the worst he's just awful mm-hmm. and uh, i think they i mean to be honest they're not, both not great in that relationship but he's no. clearly the worst one <laughs> <laughs> yep 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 but yeah but i think you're right it's got a very similar feel yeah and i think that's uh also, I would love to see a lot of uh, Jason Rob Brown's musicals turn into movies as well. And I think 37 Questions is, it's not one of his, but it would, Basic. it sounds <laughs> a lot like it. And mm. it would, I think it would work, work very well. Maybe as a series, or if not a movie, maybe. Oh, a, yeah, like, uh, a, like a mini series, like a limited yeah. series. That could be interesting. Come on, Netflix. Got, I know <laughs> you're listening. I know you're out there. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Netflix and, and musical stuff, um, Lin Manuel Miranda's directing an adaptation of Tick Tick Boom, which I'm very I interested in. Because I, um, I have, there's a, a, a video online of Karen Levo and Lin Manuel Miranda doing the therapy song from Tick Tick yeah, Boom, oh, which I'm fully obsessed with. It's the only song I've heard from that musical. But I like after watching it, I was like, I want to see this. It looks really. Mm-hmm. I'm I like, I like this a lot. <laughs> also, once again, Jonathan Larson. Yeah, I mean, it was like it, it was his only other. It was unfinished, wasn't it? Yeah. He was writing it about his life, yeah. and then he unfortunately passed away, which is something very oh, yeah, sad. Did we ever go into that? Did you know about this, Lily, at all? Since you haven't seen Rent. Nope. No, I'm just uh, sitting John- here, just listening. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Larson, for any of you out there who didn't know, is the guy who wrote Rent and also Boom. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he passed away day the day before Rent actually premiered. Oh, so he said. never got to see his show mm. uh, go on. But I think it got a Tony, didn't it? Ah, uh, so probably. Hang on. Um, I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking up rent now. It's gonna give me a bunch of really weird uh suggestions because I've just yeah, property houses for rent. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> I want the new musical. Musical. Yeah. Um but, yeah, that's gonna be uh, exciting. And um but since we're talking about musicals, while you look that up, Kitty, musicals, streaming services. I know it's not a movie, it's a pro shot, but Hamilton. How can we get through this episode without talking about Hamilton? Hamilton, he says. <laughs> Thoughts? Well, <laughs> I've seen I've seen Hamilton on stage, and I've seen the pro shot now, so it's okay. like same. I I fully sobbed watching it in the theater. <laughs> like uh uh my like I said, I took my mom to see it for my twenty first, and um I, we were up on one of the balconies looking like yeah. we at the front row of the balcony. So I was looking straight down over the um, thing and watching it mm-hmm. and uh, just watching um, the, the end of stay alive reprise was yeah. not expecting Eliza to just suddenly scream and it completely mm-hmm. destroyed me. And yeah. just the entire, for the entire rest of um, um, uh, it's quiet uptown. Mm-hmm. I was just like weeping. And then suddenly I see, I feel my oh, mum poke a tissue in my face. <laughs> I go, thank you. 
it's uh, um, a bit, bit, before we get into Hamilton, I, I'm just mm-hmm. going to plug this in as well, uh, that Lin-Manuel Miranda is also doing something that I am very excited for. And mm-hmm. uh, I did mention this uh, book uh, uh, back on our young adult episode. Um, it's Patrick Rothfuss's uh, Kingkiller Chronicles. And uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is one of the uh, people who's bringing it to life. And uh, it's interesting because uh, the main character, Quote, is uh, written as a bard at the beginning. And, uh, you know, that if if Lin is there, that means music. And I just cannot mm-hmm. fucking wait. Uh, although there hasn't been any update on, on production and, and, and things like that. But uh, if I'm correct, it will arrive on Netflix uh soon-ish or HBO god knows uh, but I yeah, cannot wait a, it's gonna take a while for that one I think because of yeah. I mean, everything and yeah. all that sort of stuff but um it, it, I would I would give it a couple of years before they actually get around to really yeah, production it's, it's sad it's sad we, we yeah. already talked about the curse of those books god damn it uh <laughs> but uh but yeah but going back to Hamilton uh I haven't seen it on stage unfortunately I wish I had uh, there was a plan to go and see it and then COVID fucking happened so thank you yeah. again COVID you are very very nice we love you um, and uh, I did watch it on Disney Plus and uh, now I am grateful that that is my first experience with it because uh, I I have a thing where where I want to see the original cast uh, mm-hmm. do it uh, because uh, obviously that's the way I heard the music uh, through them and uh, it would just feel weird if 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 I hear it differently if that makes sense and uh, yeah. uh, my I have two well three favorite songs in there uh, uh, I mean once again we have to mention Jonathan Groff because <laughs> he's fucking awesome uh, um, and then my shot is is just gold on, on every yeah. single level and then uh, yeah as Katie said Quiet Uptown is just it murders me every single time it's devastating it's, it's, it's fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs> I I stand by Farmer Refuted being my favourite in that entire musical <laughs> I is. just love it it's like it's such a like a little pissy sort of yeah <laughs> revolution yeah, so good <laughs> And uh, yeah, I remember like my first introduction to Hamilton at all was because I, you know, Spotify does that whole thing uh, for you. Like, this is what we think you would like to listen yeah. to this week. Um, and we were actually doing some sort of production and I had uh, volunteered to tag along to go collect some uh, stuff, like some props or something. Mm. So we bottled up in a van and we were going to take off for the night connected to Bluetooth in the van and I was like, alright, I'm just going to put on this song, whatever this is. And it was my shot from Hamilton. Yeah, the first time I heard it. And it's like, this is strange. This is Oh, it says it's a musical. Hmm. Oh well. Uh, I'm going to listen to that later. And I remember like taking my dog for a walk in the middle of the winter. It's like really cold out. And it's like, alright, I'm going to give this a proper shot. Hmm. No pun intended. And just listen to it. From top to bottom. And I walked for the entire duration of that uh, album and sobbed, (laughs) (laughs) just openly weeped at the ending. And um, it was such a, ask anyone who knows me during, or he knew me during that time, I did not stop talking about it. I was a full on Hamel ho. And (laughs) uh, (laughs) eventually, actually, I have one tattoo 
as of right now. And it is uh, Hamilton-based, oh. I guess you could say. Uh, it's not a lyric or like the logo or anything. It's actually like, because uh, I was looking up stuff to get, because I knew I wanted to get a tattoo and I knew I wanted something that meant a lot to me and that I could, you know, uh, didn't necessarily, uh, you wouldn't necessarily know just looking at it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted something that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so eventually I found the actual, like Alexander Hamilton, the actual mm-hmm. man, his uh, signature online. I was wow. like, ooh, that is really pretty. And <laughs> also, because I know the man, it's, he still, he did a lot for, you know, musical shows, but still a controversial figure. He still oh, yeah. did a lot. That, and it was still, you know, during that time period, who didn't? But, mm-hmm. And that's also, I think, why I liked it as much as I did, because I think it just represents, you know, not to get too deep or uh, existential about it, but I think it just, it's just there. Uh, and it reminds me, you know, to also uh, all of the things I've been through and just the musical. And yeah, it's, I don't know, it, it means a lot to me, that musical. I love that. Mm, it's great. I um I <laughs> 2016 I Limo Miranda hosted SNL with 21 Pilots. Yes. And folks who know me know that 21 Pilots is kind of my band. I love them. <laughs> They're my boys. Um uh and so I woke up very early in the morning to watch Saturday Night Live live. Uh I found a stream online to to watch it and um I didn't I hide purposely avoided listening to Hamilton because I was kind of like, I want to see it before I listen to them. I try to do that as much as I can. I try to avoid listening to soundtracks before I've seen what the context they're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But his um, monologue, he did like a sort of parody version of my shot. Yes. For, and I was sitting there going, shit, I really like this. <laughs> Ended up next day listening to the entire thing. Um, and then I listened to it so much that I, now I pretty much know the entire thing by heart mm. um <laughs> it's like I, I know i can i can do guns and chips that, that, that's the, the point that I've, I've listened to hamilton so much <laughs> um yeah i mean i i just really fell in love with that one i, I tend to find a, a cast album every once in a while where i'm just like i'm gonna listen to the shit out of this until i know the entire thing yeah <laughs> i did that with uh sunday in the park with george i watched the mandy padinkin sort of pro shot mm. version and then i listened to the 2017 uh uh, Broadway cast recording with Jay Gyllenhaal and um, oh Annalie gosh. Ashford, yeah. which is wonderful. And I was meant to see it this year and I couldn't because of COVID. Oh, man. Same. Oh, All the things that make me so sad. Oh, I mean. my God. That's, that's, I, I, the, my biggest, uh, it's, it's going to sound bad because I just now said that how bombed I am uh, because of Hamilton, but I am, I am more bombed about the fact that uh, I cannot go and see Prince of Egypt, which was uh, oh, always. Yeah always Man. one of my favorite uh animated musicals and the fact that they uh brought it um uh to the dominion theater i i was so ready for it i know yeah. uh that musical inside and out i love every single song in there as well uh mm-hmm. and then we had the tickets and then um, we didn't anymore so that was fun <laughs> uh fuck you COVID. Yeah. If, we, if we haven't made it clear fuck you <laughs> COVID and 2020, but man, it's just the whole, you know, entertainment uh, culture 
you know, world is basically just grinded to a halt. Completely yep. dead at the moment. It's yeah. so sad. Yeah, it's so, really sad. Um, I was yeah. poking about Google Maps uh, yesterday, uh, looking through London, and it was it was really quite heartbreaking to see all of the theatres pop up and see temporarily close written on yeah. all yeah. of them. I was like, oh, that hurts. Yeah, that really yeah. hurts. <laughs> That's that's why I really appreciated if I don't know if you guys have seen it or not that uh, I think it was America's Got Talent uh, that they did a musical opening uh, with. Oh, I think it was I think it was Britain's Got Talent. Actually. It was it Britain's Got Talent. Maybe. Yeah, because I think um, I think Carrie Hope Fletcher was there. Oh yes, for yes, you're right. Some stuff. Uh, you're I right. think they did some stuff with Les Mis. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I think yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It was it was beautiful and it was heartbreaking at the same time. <laughs> um, but uh, I and I fucking hate that. Uh, you know the reason I found out about it uh, was uh, because uh, some people got angry uh, with that opening, uh, which is. <sighs> what? But why? Uh, I don't know, Katie. I do not have an answer for that. It just bugs me that how can people be this stupid and then i i kid you not these people are going to be the same people who are going to complain that they cannot go to theater and watch musicals yeah they're, they're um, going to be the ones that when we get into the dry spot of of new content for television they're going to be like why isn't there anything new to watch it's like yep. yeah it's because you've killed everything yep 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 so almost like the arts are important it's weird that <laughs> <laughs> come on yeah it's strange it's just i mean in sweden as well because we've been Fairly, you know, not locked down. Mm. Yeah. Uh, not as hard as the rest of the world. Like. Yeah. But it's been frustrating to just see, like, yeah, we've had the um, restrictions on, like, no, no more than 50 people mm -hmm. uh, for a, a, a culture event, concert, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so let's say, uh, and that was the thing, like, a restaurant was going to take in a you know, dish celebrity singer. Um, mm. And they, like, the seatings they had, they had, like, 250, 300 people in there, at least. Uh. Uh, but if they wanted to bring him in, nope, that's right, 50 people, no more. <laughs> what? How does this make any sense? <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, no, but um, we've been fighting tooth and nail just to get, you know, please, if you're going to let thousand several thousand people a day visit one of the like uh, the biggest um what would you call it supermarket whatever here mm. in sweden yeah um if you're gonna let thousands of thousands of people go there every day and not you you, you know crack down on them in any way mm. please let us work yep. please let us work but i think uh, the thing with musicals in general in Sweden, if you're just going to talk about musical theatre, is it doesn't really have that same... It's not culture, per se, in Sweden, as mm. maybe it would be in England or the US or wherever, where it's, you know, actually regarded as, you know, proper art, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, in Sweden, it's more considered entertainment. Mm -hmm. So okay. it's... I remember a writer or um, reviewer who does a lot of uh, theater and musical theater. He wrote a piece a couple of years back that went really viral here in Sweden about he went to some of the largest newspapers in Sweden and was like, hi, I do this. I review theater, musical theater mainly. Mm. And I would like to uh, work for you or I would like to write for you. Uh, 
and the person he was talking to very smugly said, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, this is the culture pages. Do you want to talk to entertainment? <laughs> and it's like, mm, oh, God. why? Uh, yeah. <sighs> uh, we can't put on a musical here without, you know, having some kind of, you know, normal celebrity in it because Lovely. it won't sell otherwise. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, it's weird. That was my rant, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's completely understandable. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I I think I think what needed to be said was said today. Uh, and uh, before we, amongst many other things, yes, uh, <laughs> it's just once again to clarify, FBI, I I did not kidnap anyone. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> and even if I did, I'm. I'm a really skinny girl. I wouldn't be able to bring anyone. <laughs> so please don't come at me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, as, um, <laughs> Lily Kay's lawyer. I would like... <laughs> oh, oh God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide one more thing in before we go. Yes. And say that I am really excited for In the Heights. Whenever the fuck oh, that decides yes. to come oh, out, yeah. I'm so excited. I went and saw Cats at the beginning, at the oh, end God. of last year. But and the best part of it oh, was God. seeing the In the Heights trailer come on before the movie and me just like slapping my friend being like, it's so good, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> but that's all. Fair enough. Yeah. In the Heights is great if you want to, you should listen to the soundtrack. Yep, 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 100%. I, I only saw the musical because there was like a, a, somebody filmed like a version, I think it must have been like a, like a community theatre version of it. That I watched on on YouTube, it was yeah. like mm-hmm. up in full. It was really good. Like the guy who played with Snavi was amazing, um, but it was it was like it was definitely a smaller production of the thing. But mm. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm just so excited for it though. Oh yeah, awesome. man. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be great. Okay, be, um, all right. I I have to plug in something. We're not gonna do the recommendation <laughs> part, so I will just plug this in. Uh, you know what? It's a, an excellent uh, uh, musical and unexpected as well. It was the South Park movie. Uh, I yeah. I fucking love that. And um, actually, there's I have a favorite YouTube video. Uh, I will once again put it in the description because you guys you have to see this. Uh, which is basically it's just a, a standing theater, which means that they do not do any dancing or anything. They are just standing in front of the microphones and and they just singing the songs, uh, and have the conversations there. And it's I, I think it was a high school or something like that. But you know they had some kind of uh, the costumes and and things like that. And uh, they did up there which is sang by satan (laughs) (laughs) and it was one of my favorite songs from the movie as well and the guy who sings it that's a hard song guys it's like fucking hard because it it it, it goes up really really high Uh, and the guy sings it out perfectly so i will leave that in the description because (laughs) you guys have to see it it's amazing and uh, if you haven't seen the south park movie it it's worth it uh, not just because of the jokes but because uh, because of the music i'm not gonna lie i love the music of the south park movie yeah it doesn't surprise me too much considering how good the book of mormon is oh yeah yes yes (laughs) it's Uh, fantastic again yes 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 yeah i the thing about the book of mormon though is i uh I don't want them to adapt that into a nope. movie because nope. it really wouldn't. It wouldn't fly. Nope. It wouldn't translate. <laughs> no, just don't do it. <laughs> it um... wouldn't fly. It would be bad for all around. Like, like there are things in that musical that I'm like, oh, I don't know if that. No, but yeah. like, I really love it anyway. So it's like <laughs> it's. I hate the word, but it is definitely problematic when it's kind of designed to be. Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, where yep. I'm like, 
it 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 barely passes if yeah. it does at all. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking loved it. Seeing yeah. it in the theater was a, a really great time. Yeah, the whole yeah, satire but... thing versus you know what satire, what isn't. Yeah, I think it mm. barely passes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Um, so before before we go, uh, John, if you would uh, like to share your socials uh, with our dear listeners. Yeah. Um, I I can maybe have you put them in the description or something since there's some Swedish characters and it's yes. hard to <laughs> explain. <laughs> uh, but if I'm gonna plug anything, I also um, uh, I'm a the lead singer in a band. Ooh, he's uh, in a band called uh, we're called Restoria with the uh, Y, so R E S T O R Y A. Uh, we're releasing an album soon, or <gasps> debut EP with me as the lead singer. Nice. And, uh, so you know, if you like melodic uh, hard rock and metal, Ooh. I would very much uh, we would mer- very much appreciate having you just you know having a look see and. Uh, I'm. I don't know if I'm supposed to share this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna have our first music video out <gasps> by the end of the year. Oh, spectacular! That is awesome. Yes. John sent me like a, a couple of little clips of uh, the stuff that we've been recording, and it's genuinely very good. So you should, go, you should go check it out. Because I, 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 I've, I think I've said this to you before. It's not usually my go-to kind of music, but it yeah. is mm-hmm. genuinely excellent. It's like. Oh man, it's really fucking good, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could uh, perhaps give you a little uh, preview, just two of you in the, uh, in the our little Ooh. after talk here. So uh, see yeah. that that's why it's worth it to be podcasters, just so you can <laughs> <laughs> go behind the scenes here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, John, uh, thank you for coming on our show. It was a thank pleasure you to so have much you. Thank you for having me. It was absolutely amazing a lot of tangents a lot of me just ranting uh it It works (laughs) love to see it 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 was fantastic and i uh i hope to be back someday of course oh absolutely (laughs) any time my love (laughs) and um yeah and guys you know uh just um keep safe do you know want to do you have anything you want to recommend we said we're gonna skip it because we were uh, we we did too many tangents (laughs) (laughs) and we are gonna just yeah, I want to kick cut in and just say everybody should watch the Queen's Gambit. It's really good. I watched it all yesterday, and it's excellent. All right, that's all. Uh, uh, fair, fair deal. Uh, I will watch it because uh, you just made me realize that Thomas Brody Sangster is in it, so I have to. Yeah, say he now. plays a chess playing cowboy. What more could you want? Okay, now I'm gonna watch it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, guys, uh, take care. Uh, yes, stay safe. Remember, those in England were in lockdown now, so don't go out unless you have to. Yeah, indeed. Same. Uh, if if you do, put on your mask and yep. um, wash your hands. And face. Face. And wash. Body wash parts. Face, and... face. Is that what it is? I can't remember. <laughs> they have like a whole thing with the government. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Hands, face, space. That's what it is. There you go. Basically, just, yeah. Don't just be do stupid. It. Stupid. Yeah, just don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then uh, we, can, uh, we can see. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.